A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Treat for everyone who's listening to this. This is our second time trying to record it and we're fighting with technology all week. So what we're talking about today is absolutely perfect. Let's get right into it. Welcome to Another Thing. My name is Maureen O'Connell. I I still, I think I'm Emma Doran. And this is the podcast where we contribute to, but not add value in any way to the conversation, which is so true because today we are talking about, what are we talking about, Emma? Passive aggression. Passive aggression. I think passive aggression makes the world go round. The reason we were talking about this is because I was in a meeting last week and there's varying ages in our meetings on Ireland AM. And I discovered that sending a thumbs up reply emoji to a message is considered passive aggressive. And I put it on Instagram and there was a lot of people going, oh, my God, these woke young snowflakes. And it turned out that there was messages from everyone of the age of 19. Hello to that one 19 year old who's following me. You poor thing. You must be like trying to avoid how to be. Like me when you grow up, all the way to 67 going, yeah, that's completely passive aggressive using an emoji thumbs up in response. Whereas I thought it was perfectly nice. No, uh, thumbs up is passive aggressive. So my journey, yeah, (laughs) my journey. Oh, you know, it's going to be hard hitting when someone says my journey and we're talking about emojis. My journey with emojis was I never used to use them. And then I think about uh, maybe eight years ago, people started using them. Yeah. And I was like, I forced myself to use them because the the cry laughy emoji is such a handy uh, emoji to, to finish a conversation in a way that's not passive aggressive. But now they say that emojis are, Gen X said that they're out of fashion again. 
so I'm unsure. I have a Gen X person in my house who yeah. uses emojis, right? She's I'm not going to name any names, but she's 19. She had an exam today, right? And the last time she had an online exam, I sat in the room beside her. I didn't know she was doing the exam, but I sat in the room beside her and guess what? Couldn't find my fucking headphones and I was blaring TikToks. <laughs> and she came in to give out to me. You're sorry. We're not naming names of the 19 year old in your house, obviously. Let's keep the. No, 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 no. I'm not going to get in. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into that. So the 19-year-old had to give out to the 38-year-old flaring TikToks. And so when we started this podcast, I was down in the kitchen and she came out because I got downstairs. I'd learned from the passive-aggressive reaction that I couldn't be upstairs when she was doing an exam. Then she came in to let me know. And you know what she did when she left the house? She's after letting the dogs wander around the fucking house now barking. And I feel like that's passive aggressive punishment for the last. She hasn't forgotten about the exam where I blurred the TikToks. Now, she did very well in the fucking exam. So I think it probably helped. <laughs> so but, is it freaking yeah, Friday in your house at all times with the 19 year old that we're not naming? Yes. But we're not naming names. We're not naming. We won't. Won't name names. No. So you're saying that the young ones, they no longer use emojis. So me being stubborn in my way of refusing to use emojis for years has made me in line with the young ones. Yes, that's what I think. Lads, and if anyone's like me, just really stubborn and likes to just be truculent about things, don't give up your skinny jeans because they're going to come back. They're going to come back someday. They're going to be like, oh, straight leg jeans. Ugh. Stick with the skinny jeans, everybody. Because they're going to they're going to come back to us. I, I know saw, that they I are. I saw you at Ireland AM. You had them on. Skinny, yeah. Of course. These aren't even proper skinny jeans today. They've got a little bit of an end to them. They're not. They don't cut off the circulation to my ankles. So they're not properly skinny. Okay. These are my nod to, to the 1990s style of jean that has come back. Um, I, I just thought that the whole emoji that people are reading so much in to a flipping emoji I just thought it was a nice way to end a conversation to be like or Roger Roger like back in the day when you'd be on your AM stereo or using Morse code that you just say Roger Roger and that's what your thumbs up emoji is perfectly nice you're done and also our conversation is now over. So how should we be ending conversations online? Like say in DMs. Laughy cry emoji. <laughs> I, do, I actually don't know in fairness. I just feel like thumbs up is a bit. It's like saying grand. Grand. Uh, yeah. Like the way people say grand in a passive aggressive way. But maybe they're saying grand. Grand. I actually don't know how I don't know how to finish a conversation. Someone said to me, you do the you do the love heart. And I was like, hold on a second now. People are lashing out these love hearts to beat the band. And I don't love, James, that you yes. can also watch Line of Duty on Netflix because you can't. But or you can. But like, do I have to love that message to be like, 
do I not just go thumbs up? Thank you for giving me that information. I really appreciate that rather than sending a love heart. That's well, over familiar. I don't know you. I don't love what I don't love that last bit of the conversation. I, it's bad. Actually, when did love heart become an acknowledgement? Do you know how I end conversations, DMs and stuff with the XXX? I do this with people like I've never met in real life. And I'm not like a huggy, like tactile person at all. At I all. won't send an XXX to the person <laughs> I've been having sex with for seven years. No, that's that's too much. Like, I like you. had a really good ride the night before. It's still too much. We're engaged. That's enough. No XXX. That's over familiar. We don't know how this is going to go. Sometimes we could end. I, sometimes I say that to Shane. I say, you know, like he's kissing me or something like, all right, we're fucking over familiar. <laughs> I say it all the time. And God love him that he just lets me have my shit dad joke. <laughs> I'd be like, what you say your name was again? All right. <laughs> Isn't that such a dad thing? That we're sitting there just being, and we're actually laughing at ourselves. The state of us. I'm laughing at myself, and he's so. All right. Emma's been saying, Emma's been doing this joke for 10 years, and Shane's like, oh, because I want to have sex, I have to laugh. I have to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, uh, he's very good to me. He's very good he's, to me. Very good. But passive aggression, it got people really sort of riled up. And oh, yes. I think it's very useful. And I did ask people, we like to do a thing here on and another thing called share your shame, where if we're talking about something, you get in contact about it. And I would like to say a huge thank you to all of. I think there should be a museum of passive aggression. And mm -hmm. most of our listeners should be in it because you are magnificent it started with this one everyone okay. shall remain anonymous this was and it starts with in 2014 oh god that's getting the start <laughs> a boyfriend made a comment about my ironing skills mistake number one he tried to roll back by saying it's just my mom is really good at ironing instead of unleashing my rage i put the iron down and said fine Nine years later, I still have never ironed a thing for him ever again. Not one item. He refers to it all the time. And I just smile. Queen, this person, we need to get you in a museum. Do you know what? I think that is exceptional. I think that's the way it should be dealt with. I don't think a conversation about that should ever happen. The only thing I would say is I'm all for being passive aggressive, but I feel like it is very easy when it's something shit anyway what do you mean well like who wants to be ironing his stuff in the first place anyway yeah but it is sort of it is a job that an awful lot of people end up you know the way you take on roles yeah we all do that yeah regardless whether you're in a relationship or whether you have housemates or whatever everyone takes on roles and it is the little things that build up all the time i think that essentially someone continually leaving their knife not in the sink but on the sink because they haven't finished having toast or they're not too sure if they're going to have more toast uh, i think that started the end of an awful lot of relationships because if that pissed someone off then it's just 
Lego building blocks until you get to the top of a tower of being, you repulse me. I never want to see you again. Now, it wasn't. It wasn't the knife that made them not fancy you anymore. But that was the start of it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, 100%. Because I think big stuff, you do with that much quicker. You know, if it's something big, you you can't do with a big thing passive aggressively. But the little small things. Yeah. And it's like Chinese water torture. It builds up over time. One, I couldn't agree more. And I'm holding my hands up here because I am the shit one in my house. He does everything. He's absolutely brilliant. And a couple of Saturdays ago, you know, the Saturday is the day that you're there and you can do the cleaning. I was being akin to a 38 year old woman in her house watching TikTok videos. I was watching dog and cat videos on Instagram. I think it went on for about two hours. I was lost. Yeah. I was happy. I was in my happy place. And he just came into the bedroom. He's like, are you going to help at all? Like, are you just going to, is that where you, so I've gone, he, so I've done the shopping. I've already cleaned the bathroom. I've done all the wash up and I'm getting dinner ready. Cause we're having people over later on tonight and you're still in bed. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, I was like, okay, it's time to, it's time to, it's time to get up, time to get up. He faced it head on because he was like, there's no point because he had been banging around in that kitchen for a good hour at that stage. And I was just ignoring it. Do you know, sleep is a big passive aggressive communicator with couples. Because I remember in the like in the early days when like the boys were getting up at half six and Shane be like, uh, I'm going to go out with my mates or whatever. Of course, I'm easy breezy about that. Um, of course, go out with your mates. You need to live your life. You need to socialize with your friends, have a bit of you time or whatever. I am going to start hoovering at seven o'clock in the morning, though. <laughs> what if he did it back to you? Then is your retort. Well, I do this all the time. I rarely go out. Uh, yeah, probably. But if I like back in the day, if I'm up, we're all fucking up. Like we're all up. And these people who can sleep through hoovers like they're fucking white noise or something. Hello. You're what it's of course I am. You're a shame. You're a shame. But yet sleep, when you start counting how much sleep you've had or comparing it with your partner, you're in for a passive aggressive weekend. <laughs> like because my thing is my only time to get sleep is on Saturday yeah because the job and he's like that's just not true you waste your space get up because passive aggressive it doesn't work with me when it comes to my relationship he has to say it out and as soon as he says it out I get my back up so what did I have? Yeah. I can't, well, like no, me. that's it. I was sometimes I'm really chastened, and then I'll be the best thing in the entire world for the next six hours, and I'll start really helping. But oftentimes, when it's friends who are coming to this tiny house, and so my friends would stay a lot, way more than his friends. You know how it is. You know, yes. the gals are coming yeah. up; they're staying that's, over. That's usual. Yeah, it is usual. So yeah. then I'll start cleaning on the Monday because. The spare room that we have is just where everything is. And I've got to find spaces in the house to put it. The car becomes a wardrobe and all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. And I'll huff and puff a little bit because he just comes in for the week and I'll be I'll be doing it all week in increments. And there's kind of. And and it just and he's right, he's like, well, they're your your friends keep on coming. So, yeah. And that's all your shit in that room. It's not his. But I'm like, good help. He does everything all the other times for us. He does everything else. So yeah. I have mm-hmm. not a leg to stand on. And sometimes know, people feel it's weird because I'm the woman in the relationship. You know what I mean? It's a bit of crap sometimes. You see, I don't, I nearly, I think I probably do, I go the passive aggressive route too often. Like when me and Shane first got together, I cooked most of the food. And I, when I say cook, I, I'll put that in inverted commas. I had just seen my mom do certain things and I was like you know it'd be a wish a dinner on wish you know what I mean it's kind of I'd miss out elements and whatever but for my family life the dealio was that you just ate the food you said thanks a million that was lovely and Shane was just like that's he's like that's not great I was like what the fuck (laughs) get up and he'd make himself a fucking cheese sandwich and I was just like, this fucking prick. Yeah, it is muck. But I made the muck, so eat it. So now he, because of his frankness, he does most of the cooking. Okay, that's his role. But I, I knew, I like, to be honest with you, I knew the food was shite as well. Like, I knew it as well. But I was honestly hurt by the honesty. <laughs> what? I was like, couldn't you just dropped hints for months? I know I thought he, I honestly thought he just didn't have a big appetite. Like that did go on for a while. But the honesty of like, I don't really like it. I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. But your cooking was bad. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was just like, I don't like to follow recipes. And I start to like add in little bits here and little bits there. And I'm kind of like making it up as I go along. Isn't that shocking? So it's, uh, yeah, if if I gave it my attention, it would probably be all right. But that's like with the, the bake sale in school. I just get the shit from Centra, take it out of the packaging, put on a couple of Smarties and go, yeah, I made it myself. Because I yeah. just baking. It's baking's all too precise. And mm-hmm. no, there was one genius mother when I was in school and I don't know how she managed to do it but every birthday party she got us obsessed with um marshmallows she put a tiny bit of chocolate on top and put a smarty on top I swear to god we'd go mad every year and every single bake sale that we had in school she'd make those they would be the first thing that were sold out and all the other mothers were like I have actually spent half my week baking for this flipping place and you, like, she's such a funny woman. She'd be like, lads, no effort. Made them in 30 seconds and watch this. She knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. And top we... What? They're called top hats. Top? Is that what they are? Yeah, top hats. Because when you take them out of the cake um, casing, it's like the chocolate is the brim. And the marshmallow These is didn't the hat. Have casing. These were, they were just a marshmallow and she dubbed something on the top. Like, there was no case. There was... Oh, sure. Oh, I know what you're sugar. saying. You make him look like a Reese's piece or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this one was so I... good. Minimum effort, maximum result. I still think of them. Oh, my God. I could. I'm an adult now. Yeah. I can make those, can't I? 
you could. I could make those. Can we get back to some more? Share our shame. Let's share your shame. This is fantastic. We got married recently. Congratulations. My husband said before the wedding that I babied him and treated him like a child. Just going to let Emma's face is doing. It's very stony right now. Wow. He has me weeks prior to this send him rings and suits and all those sorts of things that a groom needs that he might actually like. I put everything onto a Google Doc for him, including presents for his mother and his groomsmen. Everything Mm -hmm. was ready for him to go. But remember, he said I babied him. So what I did was I deleted the document and told him to do his own feckin' shopping. Fantastic. That's not passive-aggressive. That's aggressive-aggressive. That takes some guts to do that coming up to your wedding. Because isn't it what basically you can't have an argument with your friend when she's a in the lead up to a wedding and B is pregnant. You're like, I'm going to have to wait until she has the baby. I can't have the argument now. So for her to do that at her own wedding, I'd say she looked amazing in the photographs. Oh, yeah. It was all like because she was holding her face the whole fucking time. I'd say the, the cheekbones were on fire. To keep the rage in that she just yeah. went straight Kate Moss on the cheekbones. <laughs> Forget the wedding diet. Just, yeah. just be pissed off with him in the run up to the wedding. Because <laughs> you won't be able to, you can't spend any time in the kitchen when you're pissed off with someone. You're constantly zooming around the gaff slamming doors. Yeah. So she probably she didn't have any fucking time to eat. Amazing. We don't Her know. Own wedding. We that is amazing. That's amazing too. Yeah. Telling someone, telling your future wife, you're babying me. I'm actually. What it like, but what, how stupid of him. He didn't realize everything that went into organizing a wedding. And to say that he could have, I mean, he could have said it on the fucking altar and it wouldn't have mattered. But he had to say it then. And especially if he didn't want to do any of those, oh, I just think that, wow, wow. Now maybe he just wants be, to. It makes me think of, you know, all those videos when the groom is standing there and he's crying as she walks up the aisle. You're like, mm, what's really going on there? Do you know what I mean? Are they crying because she's so beautiful or are they crying because they've had a passive aggressive two month lead up to the wedding? What do you make of this one now? This, okay. I'm, I'm like, oh, my then boyfriend, then boyfriend made fun of my. What, what do you think he could make fun of her? Uh, her fashion sense, maybe, you know? Okay, I don't think you're going to... My then boyfriend made fun of my handwriting. Very unexpected. Oh. Yeah, okay. Um, so my then boyfriend made a f- fun of my handwriting at a wedding. And I was writing the message of congrats. I left the wedding without and went back to my parents where we were staying and just said, fine, enjoy the wedding by yourself. Whoa. That's big. That's a big move. I think that's one of those. He'd been leaving the tea bags in the sink rather than putting them in the bin for years. And it had just built up, built up, built up, built up. And she was like, I'm done. Yeah. Or he kept teabagging her or something. There's something there. (laughs) to do. 
or no, but maybe she was the one that was left doing all the admin, you know, like writing the cards, getting the presents for things. Mm. You know, maybe and maybe it was his mate, and but then she's still the one writing the card. Because mm. I've been in that situation where the card's been handed to me, and I'm like, no, 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 this, this, this is your mate. You write the card now. So there's something deeper there with that one, I think. And there's a politics of writing the card because it took me quite a few years to get used to putting both our names on something. Like, you know, oh, yeah, well, for a very long time. So to all mm. my single gals, you know the way it is. You're just you write the card yourself. You weddings cost more money because you've got to pay for it yourself. All that kind of stuff. And yeah. then when someone else comes along, you just you're like, oh, but I did all the shopping. I did all the work. Why is your name going on it? Do you switch the names around depending on what side it is? So, like, say if it was my friend, I'd write Emma and Shane. And then if it was his friend, I think it should be Shane and Emma. See, I don't agree because I think couples have an, a name that flows off the tongue. Yes. As to how you say them. Yeah. And maybe it is because I know you, but I think Emma and Shane. Yeah. Yeah, probably is. He wouldn't like he wouldn't care now at all, but I would probably back in the day if I was writing something for his family, I probably would have written Shane and Emma because I would have been afraid that they'd read into it too much that it was Emma and Shane. It's interesting because <laughs> I always think of like my parents, Mary and Brendan. It was never Brendan and Mary. It just didn't feel right. Yes. And I don't know about my, that's one thing now, isn't it? When you have yes. a relationship, is it just because if you're friends with the person, you put their name first or is there a way that you end you up see, being first in the couple? But in the podcast, isn't this Emma and Warren? But I think that's because you put that down because you didn't want to put your own name first. <laughs> and I probably would have done the exact same thing as you if I'd gotten in there first. I would have had my name second because I was like, oh, I don't want to have, I can't have my name first. Fucking hell. Well, it's because it's presumptive and we were... It was our first foray into doing anything together. And yes. you don't want to be the one that's taking control. I know. Whereas in a relationship, it's always a power play. Oh, so single people, just remember, it's all about you. It's all about you, which is fabulously good. How about this? Let's have a mother one. Thank oh, you yeah. for these share your shames, by the way. I picked up my mom from the hospital. She wanted to smoke in my car. Oh, I said, we'll be home in 10 minutes. When we arrived, I asked her if I could use the toilet before. She said, yeah, in 10 minutes. A few days later, and I'm in the area and I said, uh, I could pop in for a cup of tea. She said, will you be here in 10 minutes? This is all because I asked her not to smoke in my car uh, because it's only a 10 minute commute from the hospital back home. I love my petty man. This saga only happened about three weeks ago and it was the longest 10 minutes of my life. I'm with the mom all the way. I'm with the mom all the way. I have to say. It's his car, though. If you don't like smoke, but when you're a mom, mom and you're just out of hospital and you're in one of those hospitals, I suppose, where you can't smoke in the air and she's just gasping for a fag. Yes. But the smell of smoke in a car. I know, but you can't deny the L when the smoke. You just can't. You can't. No, your mom, she wants to smoke in the car. Yeah, and like nobody else, nobody else. But like if a parent 
yeah you have to with a parent not like that it's an ongoing thing like we're going down to central spark up there but like the hospital yeah i get it from both sides but i have to say I'm with the mom because you see people they almost like parachute themselves out of the hospital to try and get a fag it's like the airport you know you're just trying to you're all constantly as a smoker you're constantly trying to identify an exit all the time you know it, the airport is such a good example of the people gasping and trying to find they've gone through and they're just trying to find the smoking area and they're like I've got two seconds where is it and you're like I'm really sorry but it's all the way at the end of the terminal you're not going to miss your flight and you're like I don't care I'll miss my flipping flight I need a fag yeah oh yeah sure I we went to Portugal with the fucking Nicaragua like it's (laughs) (laughs) the addiction is real um I'll tidy up after dinner, but I'll leave my husband's plate on the table where he abandoned it. Uh, his million half drunk cups of tea with the tea bags in them. I collect them all in a spot and just leave them there to show him how ridiculous he is. So he never brings anything to the sink. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I get I know. I get what you say. Like Shane. Now, it doesn't really bother me. But Shane leaves pint glasses. Oh, like, I mean, I don't know how many, he usually has about 25 pint glasses of water on the go, but then I'm the terrible person that doesn't bring water up to bed and I just go, can I have a little bit of your water? And he'll passive aggressively give me the old water from the night before. (laughs) Well done, Jane. I like that. Well done. (laughs) Dusty water. (laughs) Like, who collects them? Who, like... These things don't magically get these are little things that build up to massive arguments um, like this one. My husband used to leave his socks and jocks beside the washing basket instead of putting them in. I got so pissed off one day. I walked right by him with a pile of socks and jocks and I fired them off the balcony of the apartment. He never did it again. It's my dream to have an opportunity to throw clothes off a balcony or out a window I just think that's I can't like I just love that in every movie that I have ever seen yeah. that in, I have loved it so so much I'm like that is that's making a statement but that's you see it. I, I I mostly follow the clothes so I probably I think that's probably why I've never done it because we have had some very big arguments over the years but I'd probably look at the clothes and say oh no I'll only have to fold them again you know I mean? <laughs> so I'd, I'd fuck up, fuck up a dinner. That's what I could. I could fuck a dinner out the window because I wouldn't have made it. But I'm not fucking those clothes out the window. <laughs> Would you hold on to the plate though? Just fuck the dinner out and try to fold yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Depends if it was one that was kind of cracked for a while that you kept. You know that plate you keep going. Jesus, I should throw that plate out. Just the plate that's like starting to crack. Yeah. If it was on that plate. Then yeah, I'd fuck the plate and everything. But yeah, it depends on the plate. And because it's outside the house, then is that his domain? Does he have to do the cleaning up the back garden or whatever? Yeah, I never even thought of that. But yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, Yeah. he's got to do that. (laughs) Uh, My friend, who's a mother of four, her husband complained about having the same dinner twice in one week. I actually can't believe that. So she served him beans on toast every day for a whole week and he never complained again. She still made him dinner after that. Well, that's awkward because they have the four kids. So a dinner has to get made. She couldn't just be making them carbonara and give give him a fucking slice of toast, you know, because kids would be like, what the fuck's going on here? 
Um, not that I'd ever get involved in this kind of stuff myself, but you have to carry on. <laughs> you have to put on the show for the kids. So, yeah, that's proper order, 100%. Proper. But I'd say the second it came out of his mouth, he was just like, oh, he probably knew as it was coming out of his mouth what he had said. I mean, if he's four kids, that wasn't his first little trip up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, I feel like my, he tries to lull me into saying something bad about his food because his food is never bad. It's always great. Yeah. I'm still afraid that he could be listening to this. It's never bad. It's always great. Please keep <laughs> me alive and keep continuing making dinner. And he, like he'd say, oh, but dry. Oh, not as, I never give out. I'm like, it's the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. I absolutely love it. Even yes. when he's trying to slag his own food. I'm like, no, I'm never saying. bite the hand that literally feeds you. I, learned, I learned that one so much. Um, dishwashers came up time and time and time again. My mm -hmm. partner is a pedantic dick about stacking the dishwasher. I can hear him rattling and reordering it every time I've loaded it. So when he goes away uh, for work, I take a picture of it. All higgledy piggledy things fucked all over the place just to spite him. And she keeps sending him pictures to piss him off. Oh, jeez. The dishwasher, fuck me. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we're going to have a party because Shane announced there last night that he uh, he emptied the dishwasher. And we're like, oh, my gosh, amazing, amazing. What is it about the dishwasher? I think it's just because it's that daily mundane thing, isn't it? There's no getting away from it. What are you going to do? Fuck them out in the rain. You've got to put on the dishwasher every day. So I do think that some people in houses who do all of the work and then when someone else does it and they do the the neon sign too did you, you see what I did did you see what I did I'm talking about me they yeah, yeah. should do that a real passive aggressive party to be like well done you filled up the washing machine because we're like you see did you see that it's I called a dishwasher you called it a washing machine whatever do it does the same thing, thing. <laughs> we don't even have a washing machine no dishwasher I'm not we should do if we do a live show we should do a quick fire round where we hold up pictures of washing machines and dishwashers and see if you can identify them the, the, the idea the electrical there going right if she gets all these right everyone in the audience it's an iron <laughs> do you know what with our dishwasher there's so much passive aggressive activity because the kitchen's kind of small so you have the dishwasher in the corner and then on the counter above that you have the air fryer and then on the ground in the corner beside the dishwasher is the dog food and bowl and the back door see the dog's barking up a treat wanting to get out some ella's probably doing some vegetarian fucking thing in the air fryer i'm trying to load the dishwasher shane's trying to give the dogs water it's like this fucking <laughs> hot spot for passive aggressive because everyone is just trying to move around going I'm doing a thing now I'm doing a fucking thing I'm doing a fucking thing <laughs> that's that's I, if if you have a small kitchen I do say I, I go in I'm like can I help you is there anything I can do to help you yes. or I'll go in and I'll start doing the washing up as you know he's helping but there's not enough space for two people in the kitchen so he's like no no it's fine I'll do it I'll do it I'll just leave I'm like okay I can't be in the kitchen because he doesn't want me there. Um, it's from Deb Debbie. 
I shrank a t-shirt in the wash and he dared to complain. And lo and behold, a new laundry basket appeared the next day with his name on it. I have never washed a single item of his ever since. That was 15 years and two children ago. 15 years. I, I love, love how this is all, it's remembered because sometimes roles switch or change and you can't really remember why. Or, you know, you get to know each other better and like, oh, they're better at that and I'm better at this. But I love people remembering exactly the time and the place and where they were the day it changed forever. A day that goes down in infamy. In, in your family calendar, that is your Pearl Harbor. That's it. <laughs> That's, that's what yeah. it is. Uh, I think this could be, this is so good. My friend's boyfriend said you missed a spot after she washed his t-shirt. She got a scissors and cut it out and said, there, I got it. If he'd been wearing it at the time, that would have been amazing. Coming at him with the scissors. Yeah. That does sound like the kind of person that just keeps the scissors on their caring, just stab at Andy, just like. I want to be that person. You always need a scissors. Always need a scissors. Always need a scissors. And even to get the scissors out of the package that it comes in, you need a fucking scissors, which doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> Do you know the plastic? I'm too meta in? about it now. We'll start thinking about that for ages. Uh, yeah. I can't. It'll, it'll hurt my head. To cut it out. To cut it out. I love it so much. Monster-in-law said I was only looking for a farm. 25 years later, I still don't even own wellies. Oh! That's incredible. I do not know how people who have bad in-laws hold it together. I don't know how they do it. Like, that... That is the most passive aggressive relationship, surely, because you have to be in each other's lives. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. And if you don't get along with them, I I do not have. I really love my in-laws, which is great. Like I properly adore them. Hello, if you're listening, I adore you. <laughs> and I don't know how people do that. It's it must be the worst. I think all you can do is. I saw something there. I was going to say, you know, the way people say, oh, I, I read somewhere. I watched a TikTok that the best advice is you deal with your side and that they deal with their side. And if you have a problem with their side, they have to say it to their side of the family and vice versa. Because if you try to say it to your in-laws, it's always going to end in disaster. Oh, yeah. Don't. So you have to. You have to like uh, separate yourself and just let, let them deal with it. But when it's an in-law that's constantly at you and you're looking at your partner going, can you please stand up to the plate here? And they don't like Sorry, yeah. You've got to be a team and you've got to be able to pull someone aside and go, can you stop being an asshole? Can you just, this is my. Yeah, it's, it's a very tricky one. There's a lot of these ones. So I'm just going to use this as an example. My mother didn't make a trifle for my dad because he said that my Nana's was better. She didn't make a trifle for him until my Nana died. That was 30 years after he'd said it. 
Uh, yes, yeah, some people get very touchy about like the food thing. Thirty years. Oh my god! And you know what? My dad—that was one of the things that my dad used to like to make. So you know, as we got older, and then my granny was staying over, and my mom went back to work, he'd be doing like the Sunday dinner, and he used to love to make a trifle. Oh my God, fucking disgusting. He'd throw, and that was one of the few times where I'd be just like, that's fucking rank, get that away from me. He'd be chopping up bananas in it. You have these black bits of banana floating around the trifle. He'd be putting in orange segments. He'd be fucking all sorts in this trifle. It's the sponge of the trifle that turns my stomach. Soggy sponge. It's disgusting. So it's the worst dessert. It's vile. Yeah. It's the soggy sponge is like I don't know. It's like fucking feet or something. And it's as soon like, as you get into it, wherever you see it, it's just like vomit. It looks like vomit. I don't. I just think it's the worst dessert. With Black Forest Gatto, at least you can take the cherry and enjoy that. Eat a bit oh, of the cream or something. Love- Black Forest Gallop was nearly a fucking deal breaker for me. I hate that shit. And I remember early days with Shay's, like, oh yeah, Black Forest Gallop, mm, lovely. And I was just like, what the fuck? What's wrong with this fella? I was like, this is disgusting. I just thought everyone liked the same desserts. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, gross. Fully assume that everyone in the world hates a trifle in Black Forest Gallop and you go to someone's house and they have it and you're like, what? yeah but it's like it's like when when people come together and you've got your own traditions and things that you like and then the other person is expected to kind of know and again holding the hands up utterly useless human being he doesn't want me cooking by the way because I've done it and he he just he doesn't like it like you he doesn't he doesn't like it and he finds cooking really calming yeah after work he likes to do it um it was our very first pancake Tuesday together when you say Pancake Tuesday, what does that mean? That means the Tuesday is full of pancakes from morning until night, batter everywhere, ready to go. It could be three o'clock in the day and you're like, pancake time, nine o'clock in the morning, whatever. It's a day of pancakes. Our first Pancake Tuesday. So he comes home and he's like, oh, Pancake Tuesday. He was all excited. And then we each get a pancake. And I was like, that's, that's lovely. And I was like, oh, round two. And he was like, what do you mean? round two he'd been doing something else in the kitchen I hadn't been paying attention because I'm not allowed in the kitchen when he's cooking he'd made dinner I was like what like full-on dinner lamb or something I was like I don't where are the where are the rest of the pancakes and he's like we just had them they're the starter and now we have dinner well if my face didn't fall again never criticize him but I was like what pancakes you you eat like 16 pancakes for dinner and He's like, I don't understand what you're saying. So he didn't understand what I was saying. And I didn't understand what he was saying. Because he was like, no, you have one pancake and then you have your dinner. Well. I, do you know what? I can see the headline now. Ireland AM star, Maureen O'Connor reveals boyfriend is English. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of bizarre behaviour is this? This has to be from another land, surely. <laughs> Is he putting his toaster in the press? Yeah. Is he? Is he putting his toaster in the press? 
I'd never heard that before in my life. It was so weird. And he brings it up every Pancake Tuesday now, because obviously we've taken on my family's traditions of eating pancakes for dinner. He always brings it up your face that day, because apparently my face just fell. (laughs) He's like, you looked like a toddler who was about to cry. It's like when I when I discovered about his comfort tissue. Few, okay, I cannot be alone in this. I know that I've got a few messages about this as well. When okay. you're doing the washing and next thing it comes out, it's all tissue paper. And you're like, what the hell's going on here? And he was there. Listen, when you're doing the washing, will you just make sure that you check my pockets first? He's like, why would I check your pockets? You're putting something in the wash. You check the pockets, you take everything out and then you put it in the wash. Yeah. He was like, no, no, because I just um, I might have my comfort tissue in there. So uh, you just have to take that out. Otherwise, it'll ruin the whole wash. And I went comfort. What? Sorry, excuse me. What are you what are you what 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 are you talking about? And I can if I'm washing four pairs of jeans at the same time, I can take out reams. It's like he's a clown and he's got those neckerchiefs all tied together inside his pocket. Reams of tissue. He's like, you never know when you're going to need tissue. I'm like, are you going into the bath? Are you going into a room to cry at work all the time? Like, what's happening? He's like, you just never know when you're going to be caught short. You never know when you're in communal lose. You might just need some tissue. Apparently, this is the thing that men do. Please let us know. You can. We don't have an email address, but please let me know on Instagram. I'm going to ask a question about this. Comfort tissue, Emma. Like, how often is he shitting woods? I mean, like, how much... The woods aren't even, he didn't even have a car. The woods aren't even close to him. Just shitting outside the tree ring that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, how many point. times? Because, I mean, okay, they get to stand up and pee. Like, I mean, it's amazing for them. I I don't begrudge them that. No. But I, I thought it was just smelled shake, shake, shake. So how many shits are we doing on a weekly basis that we, we've gone to the stage of getting caught short it's not going to happen again, time. See, the fact is that there's so much tissue left in his pocket, so he can't be going outside and shit. But I was mentioning this to you, that I've been listening to a lot of lad podcasts recently. Yeah. And they talk about getting caught short. A huge amount. I'm like, what is going on in the world with all of these men being caught short? Rick Edwards was on Eliza Day's podcast and they were their exes. And he was saying, remember when we were going to that concert and we'd just broken up, but we said we'd still go. Well, I was on the tube and I'd gotten short, so I'd chat myself. I was like, what? It's bizarre. Is this a thing, lads? Is it linked to the pancakes, Is you think? <laughs> is, is it metabolism-based? I'd comfort tissue. It could be a whole... It could be a whole episode in and of itself. We'll, we'll see. Um, Emma Doran is on tour. Sold out all over the place, but you can still get tickets. Yeah, for for one or two of the places, there's still tickets. I would love to see you there. I'll be putting the socks in my hair every night before I go to a gig. So yeah, start last weekend. Great to meet you all. We're going to have if you're com. If you're looking okay. at a video of this, if any of our videos, if we, we get clips, Emma, it does have the heatless curls going on, right? That's how she does her hair. I know her hair is so good. Um, I genuinely think passive aggression is the best thing ever because I don't want to face anything. So I will no. be passive until the day I die. I think let's just go around dropping tiny little seeds. Might take a couple of years until, you know, Play 
the long game. Have some comfort tissue. You'll never be caught short. Everything's got to be grand. I've been Maureen O'Connell. I've been Emma Doran. This was... And, and another thing. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.